I'm Misha Likaros, and you're listening to Digipod, the official podcast of IMAP, the Internet and Mobile Marketing Association of the Philippines. This podcast is powered by Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics. For this episode, I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Dennis Perez, Unilever Philippines Media Director and IMAP External Vice President. How are you, Dennis? I'm good. How are you, Misha? I'm good. I am enjoying this. Um, podcasting is something that's new for IMAP. It's something exciting and it's something different for all of us. Yeah, this is the first time that we're doing this. And of course, we do have our normal members gathering like VMMs, GMMs, we have Digicon. But we realized that we really need to have a medium where we can really go deep into a certain topic. And we feel that the podcast uh, format is, is the best format for us to be able to do that. Absolutely. And podcasts have really been taking off in recent years. They were already going up in popularity, but they just exploded with everybody working from home, you know, because it's something you can do while you're doing other things. You can just have it on in the background and you're, you're learning, you're listening to stories. Exactly. And the reach of podcasts is now, um, you know, exponentially rising. So uh, adoption is basically there. And as a digital organization, we need to make sure that we are, you know, ahead of the curve uh, when it comes to adopting new mediums in order for us to communicate, especially to our members. Want to hit your target market with just a fraction of the cost? Dive into the blue ocean of podcast advertising, the medium that makes sure that retention and conversions equals your ROI. What are you waiting for? Schedule a demo today at advertiser.podmetrics.co. So our topic for today is do creative awards matter on the bottom line? In your work with Unilever Philippines, you know, a lot of campaigns have crossed your desk. You've been responsible for a lot of award-winning executions. How important are awards to what, what you do in your day-to-day, would you say? Well, very important. I think one thing that I really like with this industry is that there's a um, high level of pride in everything that we do. And that makes you know, working in, in, in the communications industry really, really exciting. At the end of the day, we are here to basically celebrate groundbreaking work. But also, uh, we need to be reminded that you know, at the end of the day, we're actually here to drive business results. And I think there's a you know, debate on whether uh, are we losing our sight on the ball? Do we really um, you know, still put into heart uh, the core of communications, which is basically you know, driving a business objective or a certain marketing objective. Those are the, the perennial um, you know, questions that we, we will always face. And it's nice to actually have this discussion in order for us to basically be enlightened. But at the end of the day, I feel that awards is really a core to this industry. And that makes our job really, really exciting. How about you, Misha? I, I know you've been working in a You've worked in, in the agency side and also on the publisher side. Mm-hmm. How important is awards on those uh, from your perspective? Well, to be perfectly honest, I mean, I was with Adobe Magazine for three years where I think I saw more case studies and it's probably healthy. But those, those years prepared me for the next five that I spent in TBWA where 
honestly, I learned that award work goes hand in hand with the day-to-day. It's really something that you cannot separate. And I learned a lot and I saw firsthand how important it can be to the business. And that's why I'm excited for today. We have two very qualified individuals to share with us um, the impact that awards have on the bottom line. Our first guest is Ms. Margot Torres, the Managing Director of McDonald's Philippines. And we will also be joined by Mr. Raul Panes, Chief Creative Officer of Leo Burnett Philippines. Welcome to the show, guys. Um, thank you for joining us. We know you guys are very busy. Thanks for squeezing us in. Hey, hi, Misha and Dennis. This is exciting. I've never done a podcast either. So, uh, <laughs> this is a real thrill for me. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us. We can all learn together. (laughs) Thank you, Dennis and Misha. Yeah, I I welcome this break. Um, Working from home, doing all sorts of things. A podcast is a great break to still talk about the work, but just having fun. We're happy to announce that our favorite digital conference is on. IMAP Digicon Pop 2021. The theme for this year is Digicon Pop or DPOP. Depop will explore how digital marketing has finally gone mainstream and become a part of pop culture. What does this mean and what possibilities lie ahead for marketers? The answer to that and many more questions will be revealed at IMAP Digicon Pop 2021. Depop will run from October 11 to 15 and we have some amazing speakers lined up, including Adam Grant, best-selling author of Originals, Give and Take, and most recently, Think Again. Celebrate it as a must-read by everybody from Oprah to Bill Gates. We'll also be welcoming Mr. Rory Sutherland, Vice Chair of Ogilvy UK and a rock star TED Talk speaker. For early birds, you can email digicon at futureproof.ph or visit digicon.com.ph. So don't forget, this coming October, IMAP Digicon Pop 2021. So let's just go right into it. Our first question is, what makes an advertisement out of the box? Let's start there before we move on to the the ones that actually win the awards. What does it take for an advertising campaign or an execution to get your attention? What makes it work for you guys? Okay, I want to answer first with uh, what really is the responsibility of a marketer? And uh, I define that as the chief steward of the brand. So they're really responsible for brand building. So if that's the case, then they need to know first what their brand stands for. That includes the brand values, even the brand personality. After all, uh, marketers are really in it for the long term. And they're not just here to create a one-hit wonder video that's supposed to break the internet. So... To answer your question, what would be out of the box can pertain, in my point of view, to a fresh execution. So how can a marketer strengthen its brand by reinforcing what it stands for through fresh storytelling? So for me, I define out of the box that way. For example, there is a brand that could stand for affordability and if, it, if you think long-term, they have to keep reinforcing that same positioning year on year, whether it's a product offer or a campaign. But they need to do it in a fresh way because it will get tired, like that particular execution. But they have to stay committed to what they really want to say and what their brand is. 
So I think what we should often remember as a marketer is we often get tired of our own campaign sooner than the consumer. And so we think that changing often is actually a solution or is the the better alternative. And you keep looking for quote-unquote out-of-the-box solutions. When actually staying committed to a campaign may actually deliver really the results we need for the business. I actually like what Margot said. You know, in, in, in Unilever, we usually say that, you know, fall in love with the problem, not, not the solution, you know. And I think when we put into heart, you know, what is the real uh, objective or the real picture of success uh, for the brand, then any creatives in an execution would definitely be still, you know, sort of relevant uh, to the business. Did I get that right, Margot? Yeah, perfect, uh, Dennis. Uh, I, I'm interested to hear from Raul. I mean, I've worked so closely with him on so many creative campaigns. And, you know, from a creative standpoint, I, I wonder what, uh, how he would define out of the box. Yeah, out of the box, of course, it's, it's all about freshness, uh, being surprising, unexpected, doing doing what has been done before, but, but putting a twist to it. These all fall under out of the box. So actually that phrase, industry, it's 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 a it's a phrase that's that's been thrown around so many times uh, in the, in the, in this industry. My my caveat though is in there's another context that out of the box is being taken by by, by some people. I've, I've heard creatives talk about this. They they see out of the box as being without restrictions. Parang you can do anything. You 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 can you can uh, do a campaign with with all the gimmicks that you have in your head and and just run all, run away with it. The reality is in in advertising. If if you think of ad, out of the box that way, is there will always be a box in that every campaign as parameters that, to ensure that that it works for the brand hindi naman to art lang naman mm-hmm. no? parang self expression um maybe too restrictive some boxes may be too big and loose so the real challenge for for the marketer and the agency is, is to really find that that right size that sweet spot that will allow creativity but of course ensuring that that you give out the right message you you have the right tonality because uh, yung yeah yung out of the box is not about just doing one off executions that that will shock people or or just have people talking for a, a few days and and you know it doesn't leave anything lasting for for your brand or it's the wrong message for your brand so out of the box great thing but misinterpreting it as total freedom to do anything in your imagination is 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 the wrong way to take it fair enough and we've seen a lot of great executions from you guys over the years which brings us to the main topic of contention for today where we're asking if do the award shows actually contribute to the bottom line what are some of the learnings that we can take from these award shows and what should be called the norm um, I've been to uh, several award shows, including Cannes. I've judged in regional award shows and local award shows. And I actually find a lot of value in it. Uh, award shows uh, allows us to calibrate 
you know, how, how our own campaigns compare. And every award show is different. Uh, but, you know, it kind of gives you, I guess, a, a benchmark or an indication of what is great advertising. So I wanted to share an anecdote. I remember uh, hearing a marketer say, I'm proud of producing world-class advertising. You know, that's another abuse term aside from out-of-the-box, world-class. But frankly, in my mind, when I heard the CMO mention this, I wondered, do you even know what world-class means? You know, so I think uh, with award shows, we're, we're exposed to that. Uh, we're able to at least define, oh, okay, this is uh, a can winner and that is world-class. And therefore, we're able to figure out what makes it world-class. And exposure to that, I think, raises our own standards. It allows us, it pushes us to raise the bar. But I think the, at least in McDonald's, we've always embraced creative excellence. And more emphasis. I think should be given to marketers. It's not about an award per se. It is about a commitment to creative excellence. Uh, because I personally believe that if you build a brand and one way of doing that is really uh, being consistent to your brand purpose, your brand positioning, your personality, and the cons consistency in the work. If you build that brand, then it will in turn build the business. Fair enough. I like what you said about creative excellence. Can I just ask, does that influence which award shows that you guys decide to enter? Oh, Raul, you have to answer that. You guys are the ones who <laughs> yeah. enter the award shows. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of award shows. And uh, siyempre, like, like anything, merong mga alam mong racket lang. And then merong mga, the, the really important ones where, where you really see the, the great work judged by the best in the industry. So yes, we have, we have several of those that, that we all constantly enter into. And yeah, it's, it's important, this ad advertising award show. Uh, but that is not to say na what we do is really just meant to win in these shows. Yung, yung award shows are, are your, as, as, as Margot would say, yung, yung, it's, it's like proof of your commitment to excellence. Parang, if you're committed to excellence, recognition from an award show just affirms that. And, and in any industry, that's important. You get affirmed by, by your peers, by, by uh, people you work with. Because there advertising in the world, diba? And most of us, most people are, are naiinis sa advertising. So to, to do the, the, the very few that, that really engages, that, that really, of course, works for, for the brand is, is very important and giving recognition to them. So... Yeah, it's it's this these award shows are very important, and and we, we continue joining them, this choice advertising show, just 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 to keep us motivated and and moving, uh, in this industry. I do have a follow up question to to Raul, um, because normally in this industry there's a normally people put a line between creative awards and effectiveness awards, and um, you know I, I think right now. Awards are equally important to clients and agencies more and more. Uh, but I think we usually draw that line that agencies do it for creativity, 
and uh, for clients, the effectiveness awards are are more important. From your own perspective or point of view, should there be a line, or is there a line, paren until now, or is it sort of like everything now is all about creative effectiveness combined? There should be no line, um, and and it's really interesting how how the award shows have evolved these years. In in the early days. I don't even know if this is early days. But saying in a butangko, the so-called creative shows would would really not look into results and all that because there's another set of effectiveness shows. But if 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 you look at Can now and and the other shows, they look into results as well. May, maybe not as stringently as as the effectiveness shows, but you need to prove that this campaign ran and and it, it made some bis- some business hopefully good for your client. There has been a continuous crackdown on so-called um, scam ads, uh, ads that are created purely for the intent of winning in the shows because these do exist. And, and we've seen agencies that have been uh, blacklisted because of all these. May, may mga binabawi pang awards if later on it's proven uh, it, it's really scam. So these this are good things that, that are really happening in, in the industry and we should continue doing that. Of course, like anything, you know, uh, yung pandaraya evolves. So you really have to to be smart as well and and, and be vigilant on on how people become so called creative in, in joining these shows. So it's it's a good thing. All all these uh, developments happening right now on in in the award shows. I think the fact that there are people who would resort to cheating, to creating scam ads, is proof already of the value, the inherent value that the awards bring to the business. Otherwise, I don't think they'd go to the trouble. (laughs) Well, that's another way of looking at it. But for me, it's about, um, I think people have lost the, uh, misunderstood the essence of an award show. So Raul's point is it is supposed to affirm your commitment to creative excellence. It is a recognition for your work. It's not about racking racking up the points, you know, and and you know, putting an entry for the sake of uh of of getting getting a trophy or an award. Uh that that applies to any kind of award. It's not just uh, you know, the creative awards. But you know, going back to Dennis's point. That whole distinction of creativity and effectiveness, I think that's blurring already. In fact, you can add another line, purpose. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like another award show that just focuses mm-hmm. on purpose. And then there's another award show that focuses on creativity and another one that on effectiveness. I think it's reached a point where people are putting a lot of emphasis on effectiveness uh, and that, of course, is measured by the business results. And I think also with the advent of digital, Dennis, it becomes easier to measure because you're able to really see the impact of a particular creative content all the way to through the funnel to conversion. So perhaps we will reach a point where it's just you know one click in a computer and you can easily know. Uh, based on a dashboard if you were effective or not. In fact, haven't we reached that point now where you have A-B testing and you check which um, creative copy works better? Because after all, 
brand owners would want uh, the conversion because that's what will build their business. Actually, with your answer, uh, Margot, I'll drop the, the golden question. Um, from your perspective, and maybe Raul as well, uh, from, from McDonald's experience, uh, have you seen awarded campaigns deliver substantially a better uh, business return? Whatever your business objective is uh, for that campaign, is there a link that you have seen? Yes, there is a link. There is um, first from um, engagement perspective. Uh, I think if you're not able to cut through all the clutter, whether award-winning or not award-winning campaigns, there's just so much out there. Raul said there's just so much advertising. It's it's becoming noise, okay, to the consumer. So the engagement is critical, and I think uh, an insightful campaign. Uh, that has a relevant message will really connect. So that's on the engagement piece, but that does not necessarily automatically mean a conversion. Think the conversion, you will really get that when the message that is being delivered has a high utility or benefit to the consumer. So for example, if the offer is so compelling uh, and it's something they need at the moment because it addresses their needs. And then you have a great creative that connects with them. Then they will not only like uh, what they see or hear, but they will click and it will go all the way through to the conversion. I hope that makes sense. It does. Yeah. It does. Um, I, I have a question for Raul, for the agency side, though. I understand uh, McDonald's is not your only client, so I'm going to go a bit broad here. I just wanted to ask, given the importance of the awards to the bottom line, to the business that's been established already, I just wanted to ask, um, how did it affect said business when last year, for the most part, many of the major, uh, major advertising houses chose not to participate or I, or the award shows were canceled. How did it affect everything? Well, it, it affected everything. And I, I just want to say it's not because people didn't join. I, I mean, it was a, it's a confluence of, of several factors. Some of the shows didn't uh, push through. So there's there, there are less. I, I don't even know kung meron talagang nag-push through last year. We as a network publicist group uh, decided not to enter award shows if, if there are because we need to prioritize the budgets. Uh, meaning there are more important things in life than, than entering the shows. Of course, there was less work as well. Um, so I, I think whatever recognition goes went around last year were coming from uh, public reaction. You you do a campaign and then see how it resonates with, with the people on on social, uh, and um, yeah, industry publications which would feature your work because it 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 got a lot of attention uh, in. I think that the the recognition last year was was limited to that. Uh, this year, it's it's changing. Uh, so some of the shows are coming back, and of course, we still have to be very, very conscious of of the budget. So, 
piling-pili lang talaga yung i-enteran mo and then yung categories that that you would enter into. Wait, I have a question for Raul. Yep, what? Nisha said that you have other clients other than McDonald's. My yes. question is, but who is your favorite client? <laughs> <laughs> Dennis and I can step out while Raul answers this. <laughs> Everybody's my favorite client. Uh, <laughs> Good answer. The, the one, <laughs> and then the one who approves the the campaigns and uh, makes brings in the income for the agency. <laughs> I want to pick up from what Raul mentioned, and this is more of an observation, but maybe I'll ask for a reaction after. Of course, we know that 2020 is such a, <laughs> a pivotal year for the industry in, in so many ways. And um, yeah, a lot of award shows got canceled, and or if ever they're remaining, then I think um, you know it's actually something that's not a priority. And from my own observation, it appears that you know a lot of clients, at least on the client side, and also agencies, kind of it, it gave time for people to reassess what is a valuable recognition. And you would see here that a lot of practitioners, both from the agency and client side, um, Margot included, suddenly um, you know extended their their creative support and help in making sure that you know we do help people get through this difficult time especially during this pandemic and um you know and, and i just want to uh, get maybe a reaction because i think it was a good boss f- f- to my perspective you know again I, I i i said in in the opening that you know one thing that's really nice with this industry is that we have you know big pride in everything that we do but suddenly because of the um, 2020 pause in whether it's an award show or you know a sort of like a, a slowdown in 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 the campaigns that we number of campaigns that we do it sort of reprioritize all of a sudden how we define good recognition so maybe margo um i just want to get your reaction to that especially you're very active right now in helping the iatf and 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 every and all of the, the 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 agencies that are basically fighting this pandemic well let's start with uh, i think a lot of people realize the importance of communications during the crisis saying what message you say at that right time is important uh, and um, even the messenger is important as important as the message And we're talking about communications like overall. It's not just a spot, a campaign. It's everything. Like what messages do you get from from the news? What messages do you hear from government spokespersons? Uh, And what messages do you tell your employees? So I think the importance of communications was really uh, emphasized, underscored during, during the period. And all the creative elements come into play. Like, uh, there were so many nuances. Like, you all wanted to say, do the following so you're safe. But there there was an approach that inside kind of elicited fear. And yet, we moved from saving lives, uh, they called prevention, to a quarantine period where it was a balance of lives and livelihood because our economy was was affected. So the challenge I faced like when we did Ingat Angat was 
how do you tell people that it's okay to go out, but uh, you need to still remind them the, about the safety protocols? Okay, I remember when we first presented uh, the board uh, to ADB, to the director, Paul Dominguez. He said, it's a great campaign. It's hopeful. It's optimistic. Uh, it's he, he did it exactly like the fearful tone. He said, I like this one. And then he said, what will you do if the cases rise? So I said, oh, wow, wait, I have to think about this. Uh, we did have an answer. Uh, and in fact, we're applying that particular strategy. We developed Dennis what we call a contextual messaging framework. You know how it is in media where we do programmatic buying? Yeah. And it the context is who is the what is the profile of your target? So how you talk to them changes. Like if you want to talk to um, females different from males, mothers different from kids, even if it's the same campaign. Uh, here, the it, the messaging was not based so much on the target uh, market profile. It was based on the situation. So strangely, uh, we had uh, we called it initial recovery phase, which was the time we launched October last year. Then we had the rebound phase, uh, where we were hoping things would get better. And actually, we had the regress phase. Sadly, we are in that phase now. So when, when we were told again, what communication can you develop now that the cases are rising in NCR and four nearby provinces, I had to go back to the framework. And I was happy that it was relevant, actually, what we developed. And we went back to the, the messaging, the tone, without losing the optimism. Uh, and then, so we developed the, because we had the strategy, we developed easily uh, the content. Uh, and we just had to dial up the messages on on the safety protocols. Uh, but again, the nuances were were important uh, because if you sound too aggressive about go out, you know, because we wanted to help the economy recover, then it you can sound cold, right? Like you're not even worried about people getting sick. Uh, but if you tell them, stay home, and, and you appear like you're concerned about their health, but what about the people losing their, their livelihood and, and businesses closing? So it's a balance of everything. So communications is key. And the timing, uh, the context, what really, really matters. No, thank you so much, Margo. I, I just need to inject that. Um, it seems like it digressed from the awards topic, but I think for me, my perspective, suddenly 2020, um, a lot of uh, practitioners, communicators, have seen value in putting purpose and really having um, you know, this kind of impact to society as the real you know, sort of Pat in the back, if you look at it, um, uh, you know, and, and and I think that's that's basically something, an evolution in 2020, that happened because of this great pause that we we, we realized. Yeah, just just talking about the pause that that you you indicated, um, Dennis. I I'd like to take it that from from our perspective, 
as as a group publicist group parang we we took on this introspective uh, mode of, of looking inward um, reminding ourselves of, of what we do best as a creative organization and applying that in in whatever we were doing last year and even up to now so uh it was about being creative in how we would deploy resources in in in, in that we could hire people um but but their work would continue so as as a group we would share resources and talents and and make sure that that the the work is, is still being done um it was about being creative and then how would we be able to help um our own employees in in terms of uh you know giving some some um financial support to to those who who are in need so so some some creative uh, programs were, were done for that internally and um we also tried to help out some small businesses uh, break into the into online selling through Lazada and and, and we still we still continue to work on that what what we call uh publicis lion cub and yeah doing work with purpose so as an example working with McDonald's with with Zilla Margo we we did my classroom which, which was about utilizing the the idle party spaces of, of McDonald's dur- during the lockdown and then using it for good and and having teachers a uh, giving teachers a space to to do their online classes and um I think even if if it wasn't meant to sell products, it resonated for the brand. It spoke well of, of McDonald's as, as a good citizen in the community, and uh, I think it was well received. And uh, we hope to do more of those, uh, not not just during lockdown, but but you know, as as we continue doing work here in this industry. Because yeah, purpose is really important. After all, people buy your product because. May pangangailangan sila. There's a human purpose for it. So, yeah, that was the pause for us. Raul, we also had uh, McDonald's Kindness Kitchen. Kindness Kitchen, uh, yeah. yeah which, we, which is one of the first things we did during the ECQ pa lang. And I, I personally thought that was a great idea because we had to close about... about more than half of our stores because of the ECQ imposition. And then we could only operate really for delivery and drive through But we realized there were so many unused kitchens. And that was actually the asset we had. And we could use it for good. So we opened the kitchens, not to the customers, but to allow our crew and managers who volunteered to come in and cook food and the food was delivered to initially frontliners, health frontliners, and then eventually to the marginalized communities because there were a lot of people going hungry. Thank you. Something I'd like to ask now, um, nobody can see the future, but I figure if anyone would have a good shot at it, it would be the two of you. So I'm going to ask, based on how everything's changed over the last 12 months, what would you predict to be the future of advertising in the next couple of years? Uh, well, what's happened is digital acceleration uh, went on fifth gear during the pandemic. Uh, and although we know in IMAP that that's always been important, but uh, I think it really reached the masses uh, from 
from consuming uh, content to e-commerce uh, to wallets so it's it's going to be part of uh, life uh, and then of course we already know that there's a proliferation of technology not just uh, for communications but even in running a business and running an operation that's where data comes in the importance in fact of data in making decisions uh, then we know what happened here like there's a major change in the media landscape uh, so now i think the content and the channel or if you want we call it a customer touch point need to be taken together you cannot separate that anymore Although we've always uh, embraced that in McDonald's because we knew the importance of uh, the medium when it comes to developing the uh, creative material. So now, if you th think about it, there are multiple contact points for the customer. That includes, for, for us, for example, the store. That is a contact point. The actual distribution point of... Uh, of a brand is a contact point. So you need to determine what is the relevant content and you have to be very dynamic uh, when you do your communications plan. Then of course, with all the, with digital, with the access uh, of everyone, um, including technologies like, you know, you can make your own video. There's so many new platforms like TikTok. We also have to consider that user-generated content will really proliferate. Uh, everyone is a content creator right nowadays. So I think that goes into play when it comes to managing your brand communications. Absolutely. Things have really changed from the days when we only had three channels on TV and a couple of radio stations. <laughs> so, um, Raul, I think yan na yung client brief nyo. Um, <laughs> what can you say about that? What, what do you look forward to um, in this industry in the next couple of years? Yeah, well, for sure, digital is here to stay and it, it continues to evolve. I tell people that uh, these days, whereas before, Yung highlight of a Friday night for me was, you know, watching watching a movie, having dinner, or having a few drinks with friends. Today, my 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 highlight is ordering grocery online for the weekend under these circumstances. So, digital online is is here, and and platforms will will continue to evolve and and sprout. The lines will continue to blur. What is Current now will 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 be outdated uh, tomorrow. You know we used to talk about Snapchat. Uh, now it's TikTok. Screens will be all the more important for interactions and and, and transactions. And yeah, whatever we're predicting now will be passe tomorrow, because uh, but but yeah, the only constant in this world is change. So the important thing is kailangan nakakasabay tayo so so that uh, we we can utilize. Uh, the 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 insights for this particular moment in time and then transform them into to campaigns that will work for for brands so yeah i'm 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 eagerly waiting what, what will happen in the next uh century or in the next few years and we look forward then to seeing the work yeah 
Join IMAP in shaping the future of digital marketing along with over 300 corporate members from brands, agencies, advertisers, tech companies, media, and startups. IMAP has spearheaded initiatives to drive digital learning, skills development, and camaraderie in the industry like IMAP Web Wednesday, Breakfast Roundtables, Virtual Member Meetups, IMAP Academy, Youth Digital Congress, and such. To learn more about IMAP, you may download our free digital book, the only book you'll need for digital, via our official IMAP website at www.imap.com.ph and watch out for future events when you follow us on our social media pages. Thank you for those great answers, guys. Um, amazing insights. We definitely learned a lot. But now we're moving on to the final stage of our program where we want to end things with a boom. Here, we're going to take a look at past Boomerang Award winners. And today, we have a special treat because we have two of the people involved in creation of this one. It was the best in show for the Boomerang Awards 2018. This was the muck delivery pin for McDonald's Philippines. It also won a gold in food service and a silver in effectiveness sales. So what can you guys tell us about the insight or about the creation of this campaign? Okay, let's start first from the brand perspective. Uh, muck delivery uh, was an important part of our business. We made a strategic decision uh, for Mac Delivery to uh, to really grow, and we invested in it. In fact, we the other strategic decision was to focus on digital. I recall uh, Mac Delivery Pin uh, came about because of data. So search data revealed that during uh, a particular uh, time of the year, which was the Undas. Uh, so that's November 1 when we visited our dearly departed in the cemeteries. Pre-pandemic to, so pwede ka pa pumunta nun. So bagay, outdoor naman siya. And then the data showed that a lot of people would look up delivery, food delivery in particular. Um, and that um, inspired our creative partners at Leo Burnett uh, to come up with um, a solution. And before I turn over to Raul, it was what I think what made it so powerful was there is a real benefit uh, that was that considered the context, which was the undas, uh, and um, the role of the brand uh, when it comes to that, which was offering our delivery. Yeah, so definitely data played a big part in it the conceptualization of that campaign uh, aside from the data that Margot uh, told us about there was also this information about you know during Undas the stores yung, lalo na yung mga malalayo sa, sa mga cementerio would experience a dip in sales kasi walang tao everybody's in the cemetery uh, so, so, so that's uh, so how, how, how do you give business to these stores and a, a, a less uh, techy data, I would think, is I remember after All Souls Day of the previous year, we were just chatting before a presentation, and Sila Margot, Sila Kring were telling us about the difficulties their delivery riders would encounter inside cemeteries. Nagahanapan ng mga customer na nag order kasi. Mahirap hanapin ang puro nicho, ang daming tao, and all that. So, 
that really just got us thinking about how how do we solve this this uh, problem and it it as essentially boiled down to a simple solution of, of finding a a spot where everybody can meet and and marking that uh putting um uh linking it to the ordering service and you know this huge giant pin erected in in cemeteries in memorial parks and people just meet up there with the delivery rider so they can get their order and making life easier for them and um it it resonated well it it was accepted and 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 uh, praised by by the market and in fact i think some some other markets in in mcdonald's in other countries had have adopted that for locations such as beaches where where maghahanapan rin yung yung mga tao and actually that was part of the evolution of the plan with with mcdelivery pin here locally but unfortunately events overtook us wala nang public gathering so but uh, yeah it's, it's just an example of work creative work with purpose for the brand yeah of course it's one of the most successful campaigns that uh, were ever awarded in Boomerang but I know as well that the Mac Delivery Pin also won an internal McDonald's Creativity Award right Margot for um, the whole of uh, the world for McDonald's Yeah, it was a finalist. It was a finalist. Um, but I think the best proof that it was really successful is it got adopted by so many other markets. Uh, so Raul shared, I think it's, what was it? Is it uh, Brazil that did the beach? They used a pin in the beach? I forget. For, for, it's a, a country with, with a lot of beaches, yeah. And then Taiwan also adopted it. I think it was for another festival that they celebrate in Taiwan. So, uh, well, that's how it is, right? The best work travels uh, outside your market. So we're, we're really proud of that. Yeah, I think it's it traveled because not just of the idea, but because of the the potential business uh, return that they could actually experience as well, just like what we um, experience here in the Philippines. I think one thing that I really like with that campaign is that um, it has a very specific pointed pain point that it's solving, very, very clear. And at the same time, the use of media, what do you mean? No one uses, um, normally out of home, regardless of like how you define that medium, is not usually the top of mind <laughs> when it comes to uh, to executing um, you know a certain a certain campaign. But the nice thing about it is a combination of technology and also OOH if you look at it. So that's yeah. the- and and Dennis, uh, kudos to Leo Burnett no? because it is a it was a I like what you said about the pain point. It was a solution to the consumer addressing that pain point. But it was also a real business solution. Si Raul pa yung nagsabi nung sales eh, kanina, no? hindi ko nasabi. Uh, siya pang nagsabi niyan. Uh, but they really found, parang it wasn't just a creative idea and then you'll do a video. It's it's really um, a brand solution. So that's why uh, we, we really value the partnership with uh, Leo Burnett. Good, good, good that we ended uh, with this, Misha, because this is Absolutely. actually a case that shows that, you know, a best in show could also deliver a business return, um, you know, to to uh, uh, to McDonald's Philippines and also now McDonald's all over the world for those who adopted the campaign. 
definitely definitely a creative idea with clear concrete results and um, everybody went home happy galing that's about all the time we have for today thank you so much to our guests thank you Margot thank you Raul for sharing your time and your thoughts with us for this episode of Digipod for all the listeners out there who want to learn more can we let them know where where would be able to find you guys on social media I'm everywhere I'm on Facebook <laughs> IG Twitter at Margo underscore Torres that's on IG uh, but you know I'm not on TikTok <laughs> not yet <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, and I think, uh, you know, if ever you have um, questions, then you can direct it as well to IMAP. We'll make sure that we connect you with Raul and Margot. And who knows, we may invite them to uh, one of our breakfast roundtable where we can really get really intimate and know them better, not just like as a, as a communicator, but also as a person, right? To those of you who are listening, don't forget to follow Digipod on Spotify as well as IMAPPH on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to keep up to date on the latest digital news. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. <laughs>